All right, what are we going by? I'm more ash. Well, I'm more ash when I'm on the jumbo show. I'm just ash in person, so whatever you see. All right, we're going by ash in person. Okay. All right, ash in person. Put your right hand up and your left hand on your word, wherever you decide your word is. Okay, I like it. Hold it just like that. Do you solemnly agree that we have your permission to post this across all of our social media platforms? Of course, absolutely. Is it everywhere? Everywhere. And use all the right hashtags. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything, and I do mean anything, that is off limits you don't want us to ask you about? Not if we do ask you something that is off limits, you understand you can tell us no, you want to pass, or move on. Absolutely. All right, cool. Let's get it. Okay, literally. Yes, ma'am. Go for it. Okay, okay. <laughs> literally, it's no pressure. I'm your host, Bang on Bug. It's your girl, just K for real. Oh, we got a special guest. Y'all already introduced ourselves, so tell us where you originally from. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Been here about two and a half, three years. I've been here since 2018, August 18. So, okay. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, right, we went up, I used to stay in Sedale. You know what they said? Mm-hmm. It's like a little small town. I think they got to be in the boom. It is. I heard that. And we went up to um, St. Louis, and I remember I used to be like, it's dirty as fuck up here. Like, it, it looked so bad. Like, just right yeah, Depending on where you at, if you in the city or east side, it, it was, uh, it, they trash it out. You know what I mean? They try to do some, you know. It looked like they're from the interstate. It ain't no way you oh, get yeah. off the back roads and see it bad. It looked like they're from the main road. Damn. Oh, damn. Like, what? Like, trash? Like, it's just dirty. Like, it's like old, like, Buildings or something. Yeah, a lot of the buildings are older infrastructures and stuff like that. So yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but they're being used. Yeah, like Anheuser Busch has been there forever, but they still use it. It's still a warehouse, but it looks like an old ass. Yeah, okay, yeah, old ass like dirty ass like haunted house or something. Wow. The only reason you know it's Anheuser Busch is it still got the shit on the yeah on the top. It say like Anheuser Busch might be missing a couple of letters or some shit, but you know. Wow. Okay, so um, did you grow up both of your parents? Say that again? Did you grow up both of your parents? I grew up with my mom and my stepdad. So not my biological dad, but my stepdad. So what's your relationship with your um, dad? Or no, it's not no relationship. What about with your stepdad? I to my stepdad. Yeah. He uh, was at police since I was like four or five. So, so that's your dad? That's my dad, yeah. Okay, so give me your um, most traumatic experience um, as a child. Oh, that's a great question, Boo. So, my most traumatic experience as a child, um, we used to hang out. So, I'm from I'm from East St. Louis. That's where a lot of my family is from, in Madison, Illinois, which is on the east side. So, it's still considered East St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, but then my mom moved, so we moved to St. Louis, over across the bridge, basically. So, I still used to come over, like, play with my cousins and hang out and stuff like that. And so, my cousins was fat as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I used to come over there and get into stuff with them. So we was like taking a walk, going to some other apartments. Um, I forget what the name of the apartments was called. I want to say the business, but I don't think that's it. But anyway, we was going to these other apartments, like around the block. We was a group of walking, and one of my cousins had got into it with a little boy, and him and the little boy was about to start, you know, fighting or some shit. And I turned around and said something smart to the little boy, and he picked up like a big ass rock like this. And when I turned around and was walking, he threw it. It hit me in my back, and basically it left like a big ass mark. Like oh I was bruised. I was fucked up for like two, three weeks. Like I had to go to the hospital. It was like a lot of internal bleeding, type shit. So he fucked me up. Yeah. So that was like my worst traumatic experience. Then I have two. 
my cousin. You know, did y'all did y'all ever have an experience where y'all grandmas or eight teachers to put y'all in the tub with y'all other cousins and shit? I ain't really had cousins. Hell no. Okay, so <laughs> what I'm saying, I, I mean, took baths with my cousins, right? So one time, me and my cousin had took a bath together, and when we got out the tub, he knocked over the lamp, and I was standing right there, and I was wet, and it fell. I still have the scar to this day. It fell right here. So I have a big ass, it looks just like a fucking light bulb. Mm -hmm. It's a round circle right here. And it burnt me like fourth degree burn. Like I was fucked up, hashed up. So yeah, I've had a couple, you know. And then I was bit by a dog in my face too when I was like five. I had I got two similar stories of that. Cause my my mom and my dad, they I got young parents. Okay. So like they done been through like dumb dumb shit. But my, my mom did something to my dad. My dad took a penny and left it on a light bulb and took that shit and flicked it at her and it was it's like a burn on her chest to this oh, day wow. still on her and he like they laugh about that shit that shit is crazy but mm -hmm. that and then another girl i met in high school she had one dimple mm -hmm. and she was like i got bit by a dog and it bit my other dimple off and i'm like if you got a dimple and the dog bites you, wouldn't it? Take a, yeah, like, I don't know about that. I was like, okay, that's your story. You sticking to it? <laughs> <laughs> she was just mad at the dimple. Didn't okay, okay, you just got one. <laughs> I didn't. Um, I used. To, I seen like some uh, pictures of people who got bit by dogs. That's why I'd be nervous of like any dog. Mm, that come yeah, I got. I still have the scar. I was only like five. Up. I don't know what size. So I'm talking about uh, right. my cheeks. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I still got scar. He bit me from this angle. So it got right here and right, it barely missed my eyeball. It was like mm -hmm. right here. So I had stitches in both spots and I still oh, got the scar right here. Uh -huh. And he just bit my face. Yeah, so I'm like five, so I don't really right. like remember, remember it, but I remember from the scars. Right. Right. It was y'all dog or like the It was dog? my second ass dog. Wow. What they lose the dog? He shot it. Okay. That's took what it you in the backyard and killed it. Hell yeah. yeah. That motherfucker got to go. Yeah. Buying babies and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, because many dogs don't even do that. Like when it comes but to I wasn't even fucking with him. Like it was one of those type of situations. Like we was just sitting there, I was watching TV and he was just laying, like laying there. I don't know what happened, but whatever happened, I don't know if I made a sudden move, like you know, kids just getting up to do something and he ain't like it or what, but he snapped. It was like a bulldog? It was a German Shepherd. Oh, yeah. Grown ass German Shepherd. He was probably about two, three years old. Yeah, he was grown. And then you know some of them grown dogs don't like kids too. They just yeah, like territorial yeah. and don't like when little kids come around, you know, stuff like that. So Okay, something you trying to keep private, but um, everybody found out about it. Oh my god. My first baby. Grade, and then her sister and my friends in the same grade. But make a long story short, they gave me 
a one more strike type shit. Mm -hmm. Like you do one more thing and we can your ass. We yeah. don't care if your grade's good or not. You know, because I had good grades, I was being there doing bullshit, you know. And so, um, got in that last fight and they kicked my ass out. They mm -hmm. say you got to go. You know what I'm saying? But I had all my credits. So mm -hmm. they mailed me my diploma. I couldn't walk. I couldn't do none of the senior shit like that they did. Like they had a lock in and some old shit or whatever. I couldn't do that. Um, so basically, they just stripped me about my, my perks, couldn't let, didn't let me participate in anything, but they gave me my diploma, and I basically was just done, like, mm -hmm. in school. So I was out in, like, eight, no, I was out in, like, February or March, and everybody else didn't get out till May. Mm -hmm. So I was out for, like, a couple more months before everybody else or whatever. But, um, so my cousin was living in, in Orlando, and I was one of the type of kids, like, to my mama, like, I, wait till I turn 18. Well, mm -hmm. I used to say it all the time, wait till I turn 18, I'm out of here. Like, y'all just watch. I'm out of here. Yeah. So, when I got kicked out of school, it was like, I'm you done. know, I'm about to run it. I'm out, you know. So, I went and uh, I had called my cousin. My cousin is my mom's first cousin. Okay. So, they the same age. Right. You know what I mean? So, I called her like, can I come down there? You know, where you at? Never been to Florida. You know, packed my stuff up. I left. I went to Florida. And before I left, my stepdad was like, don't bring my baby back. Okay. And I came back with okay. a baby. So that's why I said it was kind of embarrassing for me because I came back to St. Louis on a bus because I lost everything. Mm -hmm. Didn't want to dance no more and I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And it was like, what the fuck am I going to do? I don't have no family here. I don't know nobody. Kick that back home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I went back home, but I came back pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Did everything you were supposed to do. <laughs> Tell them. Okay. Um, so if home was a person, who would it be? If home was a person, it would be my husband, hmm. Naja. He is so St. Louis. So a lot of him just reminds me of home. Yeah. It's like one of them type of things. Like, I like Midwest niggas. I like dudes from, from the Midwest. Yeah. Not necessarily the South, but Midwest specifically. Like St. Louis, Chicago, Memphis, you know, them type of um, vibes. So he just still kind of give me that, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. being in here, it's like a little bit refreshing for me because I don't know nobody. Like that, right. you know, that I'm close to like that. That's my problem. So, okay, like me and West niggas is known for like having a game, like camp type shit. Like, is that what it is, or what is it? Yeah, <laughs> 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 she remembered that shit. It's too weird. Oh, lines are hurting. Okay, now I'm be honest. I think it's the swag. Mm. They just got a different type of swag. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like certain things that St. Louis niggas don't do. It's certain things they don't wear. Now, you ain't gonna catch a lot of St. Louis niggas in slides or flip flops. No shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just ain't with that shit. Like, I don't know. It's just certain things. Like, it's the whole. Oh. I don't know. When you from somewhere, it's like. The aura. The aura. Like, that's where you from, so that's what you used to. You know yeah. what I mean? So, it's, it's one of those type of things. But, nah, I would say, um, not necessarily like. Or nothing like that, but they do be having that game and they do be on some bullshit. I asked a nigga, um, like one of my best friends, he from uh, Michigan. This is the most slickest talking nigga. Yeah, <laughs> like, kill you with the what up though, what up though. Like, when he starts talking, like you might want to write this shit down because it works. <laughs> you use it, you be like, God damn, this shit works. Yeah, he just come up with this shit like right off the top, like he freestyles. Yeah, I got some family in the D, so shout out to him. Okay. So I came across him. Yeah. What's about my mind? Yeah. Um, if a guy started playing games, do you cut him off immediately or do you just like wait till he do it again? 
Oh, that's that's the case by case scenario for sure. Um, it depends also if you're talking about the old me or the new me. Um, yeah, give you, us both. Oh, oh yeah, I'm that's the reason I'm married. Cause you cheated. Cause I cheated. Yeah. Oh, so you married the person you cheated with? No. You're married to the person you cheated, you cheated on? on? Yes. So we had we both cheated. He cheated on me first, and then I cheated back. And then after he found out that I cheated back, then he proposed. Like you, you may see, like 
She a motherfucker star Kim K. Okay. And then they turned on the lights and that ain't what it was. You know what I'm okay, saying? It could be anything like that. You know what I'm saying? You see one thing and you think it's just like the old saying, like everything is literally its own type of thing. But I don't know. I take each situation as it comes. Yeah. So it, it's for me, it's a case by case situation. I really can never say how I would respond or how I would act or how I would do in any situation until I actually encounter it. That comes from going through a lot of shit, though. Because mm -hmm. we talk all that shit. Oh, I would've. And then you feel stupid. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't doing that. 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 I ain't he could be listening or not. Or not listening, right? Okay, let me move on. Okay, okay. I get out. <laughs> okay, give me your um, best and worst experience at the stripper. Mm, good question. Um, worst experience for sure was meeting a nigga in the strip club and having a one night stand and getting pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. That was the worst experience ever. The wor the most impulsive and poor decision that I probably ever made, not for my child's sake, but just for the sake of the drama, like for yeah. the sake of the questions, for the sake of I don't even fucking know because I was drunk. Like right. I don't know, like I, it was just some shit. Like I don't know, like so. But people be acting like they don't just fuck. Like, right. But look, I fucked. Right. I don't, I don't fuck with this man <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? I got pregnant. It was whatever, whatever. So that was probably my worst experience. Um, do, you, do you like know the guy? I don't fucking know. It was like a one night type shit. I had like a friend. So you don't know him? Who he is? Yeah, I know who he is. I know him from us encountering each other and being around in the club together, but not like now. Like as right now in life. Like I haven't talked to him in two years. You know his kids? Do you know he got one? Mm -hmm. He told me he can't have kids. He said the doctor said that. Oh, that's sick because he wanted to hear all? Yeah, he said the doctor told me. No, this was after, after oh, okay. he found out. When he found out, okay. when I told him, he was like, "Nah, I, the doctor told me I can't have no kids, so that, that ain't even on me." But then later came back and tried to like take me to court on some shit, like I was trying to keep the kid from him, but then didn't show up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all a bunch of stupid shit. A bunch of mess. Yeah, just a bunch of mess. So I just messaged the guy like for real. Like I told y'all before, I'm too chill for that. Like I'm not even the type of person to make somebody do anything. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here to make you love me. I'm not here to make you take care of your child. I'm not here to make you do any of those things and don't care to. Mm -hmm. That's a question that you're going to have to answer not only to your child, but to God. That has nothing to do with me whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? But you can never say God didn't want you to be a part of your child life or I try to keep your child from you or nothing like that. But ultimately, we had no relationship. We knew each other from seeing each other in the club and in passings and things like that. We had a night together. I ended up pregnant. And then when I tried to communicate with him to basically tell him, it was like a one-in type of situation. So I ended up going up for it. So then I ended up, that was in Florida. So I moved back to St. Louis and just lost contact for real. I didn't even talk to him. This is sad. I be, I, when you around kids, you be like, how can somebody just not want to be around kids? Like, when I'm around kids, kids, I'll be like, how can I mean, somebody want to be like, I was like, I'm going to get a blood test. He was like, who going to pay for that? Because I ain't going for it. So he didn't even want to take a blood test. So they just let you know. You know, right, you probably knew it was you just didn't want to, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just not here for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't never been the type of person to be like, oh, I'm going to find this nigga and put this nigga right. on child support and all this. Like, I'm not going for that. Like, I'll do what I got to do to take care of my own fucking child. Like, and then I met somebody that, so my husband's been with me since my son was three months. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's basically his dad anyway, you know. That's dope, so, though. It's what it is like. Yeah, my sister and dad did that. He came around. 
she got about 10 and was like, yo, we need to go to court um, so I can pay child support. He set it up, but my mama didn't even show up. She yeah. was like, I'm good. She was over it. I mean, after 10 years, yeah. it's like, I feel that. Like, my son's 16. So you already know. Yeah. Like, at this point, it's like, it's nothing. You can talk to this man at this right. point. You know what I'm saying? Because he's 17. Like, you ain't got nothing to say to me, bro. So Even the, the setup. But I tried, like, though, um, because I didn't want it to be one of those situations where I was the parent that just basically didn't give my child a chance to know who the other side of him was. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely reached out. I definitely tried to have some type of, even if it wasn't like us messing with each other, whatever, just some type of a relationship so that he could know him mm -hmm. and with, even with us being in different states. But he just didn't want it. So he didn't come. I was just curious. This just popped in my head. So you date girls too? Like you don't girls? I don't date girls. My husband and I like girls. Okay. She said we. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't date girls. I don't really care for girls like that. Because you do it for your man. We might have. Like K over there. I, mean, <laughs> I think I don't like girls. <laughs> <laughs> don't like me. <laughs> okay. You don't want to share a nigga though. He don't. He he didn't already did all that shit. Yeah, so. that's pretty much where we at too. But like, speaking of past references, that's what we've done in the past. But you know, I mean, we older. Girl, I would. I don't be on a lot of shit. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't fuck. I do whatever. Like fuck it, let's go. Cause it's, I be just living. But now nah, I'm like I'm locked in. So yeah. it's like. So you think you can grow out of that? Like that's like a phase? What? Like wanting like multiple partners and shit? For sure. Well, on a female side, I don't know about on the male side, I can't speak to that. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? For real, because men have different, y'all's hormones be different and shit. But on my side of things, I don't ever feel like I ever wanted to be with a girl. I feel like, you know, if I did it, it was all in maybe curiosity. Or like, when I say be with a girl, like be in a relationship with a girl, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I would never be with no girl. Like, that's not my thing. Okay, um, your highest high and your lowest low. Oh, that's a great question. So my highest high is probably, it's very vague for one, but it's probably also just um, very rare moments in my life that I have that are anxiety free because I do so much. I, I'm pulled in a lot of different directions. I'm spread very thin. Um, I feel like any time that I get that I realize I'm not in a panic or I don't feel like, oh shit, I forgot to go. Oh my God, I forgot to go. Oh my God, I forgot to go. Like when I feel like I'm at peace, even if that's just for a day or for a few hours or whatever the case may be, I feel like that's always my highest high. Um, when I can meditate, when I can center myself, when I can pray, when I can remind, you know, when I can thank God instead of asking God, those type of things. Um, those moments to me, I feel like are very important. Um, stretching, simple things, you know, it's just time for yourself that you can kind of just be at peace and think, you know. Um, so I feel like those are my highest highs. It's very simple. Um, in addition to like adding family to the equation, like being with my kids or being, you know, the things that I don't really never have time to do, like I said, because I'm busy all the time. So, um, Lowest lows, oh my God, probably would definitely be um, really just my whole struggle. I feel like up until I got to Atlanta was when I really started feeling like I was progressing. Um, man, I've been through a lot. Like I, you know, I was homeless with one of my, with my 12 year old, my daughter. I slept in the car primarily the whole pregnancy with her. You know what I'm saying? Just like little stuff. Like it was just like a lot of stuff that I went through that. 
I don't really be like shaking about the risk. It don't matter. Everybody got choice. So everybody mm-hmm. knows some shit. You gotta get through it. Like, so, but I feel like my lowest lows probably would just be those times when I didn't have shit and I feel like I didn't even know how to ask God for it. Like I couldn't even pray for myself. I was that lost. Mm-hmm. Like just in that lifestyle, like being in the clubs and doing all that. And that's why I kind of got out of that and got into radio and started doing what I do. You know what I mean? Doing media and being in the club in a different aspect, basically. Um, but yeah, definitely. My lowest lows definitely was in my twenties. Definitely was when I was stripping. Definitely was when I was drinking and partying every night. I was very um, self-destructing, mm-hmm. put it that way. You yeah, know what I'm saying? No, no, not that. Just more like drinking, smoking a lot of weed. Drinking every day is really bad for your body. Girl. And then I'm not a huge drinker. Like I'm more of a social drinker. Mm-hmm. So for somebody like me, when you just start doing it every single day, you notice the difference, you know, in a lot of things. Your skin, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, that pills probably like would be the most that I would go like popping heads and stuff like that. But like I'm older now, so I don't even really be on that type of shit. I, I, I drink, but I drink. I definitely blow one down. You know what I'm saying? Some weed, but I'm not that extra shit though. Yeah, when I dated the stripper, like she wanted a bottle. Like every time I was home, means- she'd be like, "I need a bottle." That motherfucker be gone with my next set of all day. <laughs> God damn. Turn that motherfucker up. Whole bottle. I used to drink whole bottles. My body can't take that shit no more, though. Okay, what is one of your love languages? Mm, I'm a big fan of intimacy. Period. Just in general as a whole. As a caring. Just, nah, I'm one of the type of people that I feel like. Sex is overrated. Like you gotta mentally stimulate me before you can stimulate me. That okay. makes sense to anybody. So, I didn't hear you so, so, so you got like the sandbox until like it's You just gotta mentally stimulate me. It's not even necessarily that. It's case by case, you know what I'm saying? But I just feel like I'd rather be You wanna be locked in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like connected. I don't know. That's just where I'm at in my life. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else might be in some different things, but for me it's more like if I don't feel like I'm growing with you, or I don't feel like I'm elevating with you, or I don't feel like I'm gaining nothing other than some dick, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for me, that's not sufficient. I'm 37 years old, so at 37, like, that's just not sufficient to me. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like I need more than that, you know what I'm saying? Also, because I come from a lifestyle where sex is idolized. That shit get old. It's like if you work in fast food, I know like you might not like fucking cheeseburgers yeah, by the time you turn thirty-seven. You know what I mean? I'm just being yeah, real. Being real. Like I've never worked in fast food, so I eat shit off some motherfucking McDonald's. Because <laughs> I never had to make that shit. You know, like it's how it's all about your life, how you live. You know what I'm saying? But for me, like the clubs are like over with them right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, a bond you lost, you want it forever. Say that one more time, sweet. A bond you lost that you want it forever. Oh, that's a really good question. Um, so I will probably say my cousin. Cause we was extremely close and he passed away when I was 12. Mm. He was 14, so he got shot. But um, 
I don't know. We were just really, really, really close. And I always wonder, like, randomly, if he was still alive, like, how we would be now. Like, how our relationship would be, if he would be over all the time, if we would be kicking it, if we would be in the same state, you know, those type of things. So, I would say probably um, the loss of my cousin, because that was the first, like, real tragedy that I ever experienced that, like, really changed and shifted shit for me in my life, you know. Um, so, yeah, that would be mine. What's he, 17 or 17, 14? Yeah, he, um, so what happened was he ended up finding a gun at my grandma's house. Him and his friend, they had got paid to paint the fence. And when they was over there, they was going through her stuff, and they found the gun. But the gun was, it, it didn't never have no bullets. My grandma already always had the gun there, and they never had bullets for it. It had sat there for years, and nobody ever touched it. And they took it, and they got bullets for it. And they thought they stuff was going to go, you know, try to shoot it or whatever they was going to do in the alleys. And before they could do that, his friend, they was at the house, his friend was trying to load it. This is the story that we heard. So allegedly, I'll say, because I wasn't there, so I don't know. But they say he was trying to load it, or he was fucking with the gun in some type of fashion in the kitchen. My cousin was doing something, like making something to eat or something at the counter. And when whatever he did, like he tried to like swing it, girl, the, the trigger went off. Mm -hmm. And the bullet hit the wall, ricocheted, and hit my cousin right in the head. Mm -hmm. Dropped to the floor, right in the kitchen. Crazy. That shit, my cousin, my cousin uh, shot one of his friends too. Yeah, he, I think dude was like real fucked up off that shit. And I was like, about to say, that's fucked up shit. And then you got people coming at you, you know, like, oh, you killed your friend or, yeah. you know, family. And I, even on our side, like, my cousin mama really couldn't stop people from how they felt. You know, she would be like, you know, y'all can't make him feel like it's his fault, you know, that type of thing. And how they felt was how they felt, yeah. you know what I'm saying? A lot of them played football together. So they went to school, to, you know, it was so like a lot. So yeah, like, it was a lot going on, like, with that, but. Yeah, but Oofy cool though. Shout out to Oofy, man. It's all love. Is he, is he like um, mentally stable or he just kind of fell You know, him? I honestly don't know. It was like one of those type of things like after that happened, he like, damn. Just yeah, like he was gone. Like I think my other cousin had ran into him like one time, but my other cousin was one of the ones that felt like. Yeah, fuck him. So it was like not a good thing, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But I always was just kind of like neutral, like because I knew him too. And I feel like deep down in my heart that he would never do something like that on purpose. So either way it went or however it transpired, I feel like it was an accident. Yeah. So I would never put that over nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's not, that's cool of you. Yeah. So you gonna quote, um, if you don't let your past die, it won't let you live. So give me an example of something you could, it was like hard to let go from your past. Mm, that's a great question. Um. Okay, so for me, I would probably say, so I'm a very social person. Um, a lot of people don't believe that you can be social and not be sexually attractive or active with certain people yeah. of the opposite sex, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just a social person. I'm in fucking media. I fuck with artists. I do, you know, music, all that stuff. I've always been like that. Um, so for me, just like I feel like when you're in a relationship, um, understanding what is respectful and what's not so like even though like like for instance i had to understand like you can't communicate with certain people because you got a man and you're married and he may not think that's okay mm -hmm. even though it's innocent and i ain't trying to it ain't nothing good. for example so like an ex or something like, oh, no. like i have people that but this is the thing see i have people that i've known even though they my exes like to me high school even is a fucking i was a kid yes. like i'm a grown-ass woman now you know what i'm saying so but whatever so I look at it like nothing, but I have to understand how 
I mean, I don't really think like that, you know what I'm saying? It's just like um, when people like uh, like when women be out at gatherings or whatever, like, I mean, it's cool to talk to other people. Just It's just being about like respectful and not making me look crazy and making me look bad. So. How difficult is it for you to compromise or was it for you to compromise? Mm, that's a great question. What is on divorce court, y'all?
Yeah. Compromise, I ask because compromise is hard for me because I am bossy. I'm a boss. You know what? I ain't gonna cut you off. But now you're the original question in here. So, it's hard. And it depends on what I'm compromising for. Because mm-hmm. if it's something that I'm really, really passionate about, it's almost very likely that it's not gonna happen. I'm an Aquarius. Mm-hmm. So, we are kind of stubborn. But my husband is a Pisces, mm-hmm. and they are very stubborn. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of like. We be having to compromise sometimes because otherwise it gets too bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you know, you see this. Somebody got to bend. Somebody got to bend. Do what you got to do. Yeah, I'm the worst. I'll be like, ah. I'll be like, I want to leave. <laughs> I got to change. I got to go. Yeah, I'll be feeling this sometimes. And it also depends on what it is, too, you know. But I'm over it now. But now it took me a minute to be like, change. For what? Mm-hmm. Like, this is working. What are we talking this about? works for me. Yeah. Totally works for it me. don't work for you. Hey, I might gotta leave then. <laughs> okay, what's like one of your scariest moments, like, dealing with your kids? Oh, my gosh. You ever lost one? No, and that is my biggest fear in life. To lose one other than you? To bury a child. That is my no, ultimate not like that. Like, lose and, oh. like, misplace one. Oh, no. I thought you meant, like, lose. Like, girl, you no. know, I'm 20, 20, 30. So, people, okay. my age, we bury kids. My friend just lost her child. You know what I'm saying? She, her, um, shout out to Mo Show Live. Her, um, her son just recently passed away in a car accident. So, mm. just stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? My kids worry me, especially my boys, because it's just, this is not a society for black men. And I feel like it's set up for y'all to fail, you know, ultimately. And... Um, I'm very, very strong on the it takes a village mm-hmm. because I don't believe that even a two-parent household with multiple children can sufficiently, like effectively, I would say, raise three kids and give them, or three or more kids and give them all the attention that they need and be mm-hmm. You know, tune into every single thing that they got going on, and still work full time jobs and take care of the house. And oh, really? yeah, nah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So that's like my life. Like I have three kids at home. We both work full time jobs. He got two jobs. I work two jobs. Plus, we got the radio shows. Mm-hmm. We, you know, what I'm saying we book that events. We do stuff. We moving. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to I feel like still instill like every single um, moral or every single aspect that you would want to in your child and like make them who you really want them to be because you too busy trying to make the money to live and then with inflation and shit like that right now it's like everybody broke check check trying to make it you know so it's like i'm not trying to be in that place you know what i mean so i'm trying to like stay ahead of the game type so it's like i feel like that's one of the worst things for me like um but misplaced no i've never misplaced a kid that's never (laughs) happened to me i was about to ask something else right to what you was just saying Oh, so you will be poly? No, I hate that. <laughs> Why you hate it? Because bitch, you gotta go home, ho. Like, no. <laughs> you can't stay here. Like, we got whole kids and shit. What the fuck I'm gonna tell my kids? Like, no, my kid, my son, 17. How old is it? Auntie. You gotta go home. No, Auntie needs to go to her own house. Okay. Right. Yeah, trying to get it in with the son, you know? What Dirk say? I fucked your baby mama, mama, and I ain't say a thing. Oh my god. <laughs> nah, I fucked your baby mama, mama. Mm-hmm. That's lit. That's lit. It's That's lit. Dirk be lit out here. 
Okay, so okay, so if y'all be gone like that, they pretty much have like the house to themselves, right? Um, ultimately, well, me and my husband work opposite shifts, so one of us is always at home because he works at night and I work in the day. But when it comes to events and stuff like that, yeah, we go to the radio. Yeah, but I got a seventeen-year-old, twelve-year-old. I mean, thirteen. She just turned thirteen and then a five-year-old. So, but they do. So they allowed to have people over. No, they not that. You got cameras up? Don't have that problem, trust me. Okay. I have, no, I have very good neighbors. We live in a community that used to be an elderly community, and a lot of the older people didn't move out, and a lot of them are rosy noses, and I love it. Because they gonna tell, and they gonna sing, like, they gonna sing like a bird. Okay. Okay? Like a canary. I'm not playing. And then, we cool with security. And security mm. sit right outside. We leave the first building. He sit right outside our crib. Mm. So, we don't have those problems. I don't never have to worry about, I have to worry more about my child leaving the house. And me not knowing where he at, then and him bringing somebody somewhere. over. I don't have to worry about that at all. My daughter, she don't be on that. She's not there yet. She still play with Barbie Green House and stuff when she's working. That's lucky. I keep my kids in a kid's place. I feel like a five-year-old should act like a five-year-old. A 12-year-old should act like a 12-year-old. That's how I've always been, though. So it don't matter what I do and how I live. I'm a whole grown-ass woman. I've been through some shit. Mm -hmm. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do because I'm paying fucking bills. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But um, I make my kids stay in their place. I agree with that. Okay, something you do to keep um, good mental health. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What can I say on this? You can say whatever you want. <laughs> Adderall. Okay. I need it because my focus is not there unless you can yeah. tone it or bring it in. A psychotic drug or it's like a pain? ADHD. Mm -hmm. It's like ADHD. They say, they say a lot of them drugs be like the placebos. Like they be, they really don't work. Shit. Uh, not Adderall. Because a lot of people who's supposed to take it don't even like taking it. Because it really works. Yeah. This shit have you up for three fucking days. Like I be having a micro dose. One small last That's Because you don't really have it. Mm -hmm. If you really had it, it would make you like. It'll be the opposite. Like a zombie. Uh -huh. yeah. It'll so it does the opposite to me because I'm like a zombie and then I take it and it makes it me like, like yep, yeah, huh? it does the opposite to me. So, but yeah, I be needing to get all my work and shit done. Um, what about mentally, like calm, like those, uh, my those moments without anxiety? What about that? What do you do to produce those type of moments? So for me, it's gonna be bad. Candles, incense, mm -hmm. smoking. Hello. Listen to music. Um, I like to, so relaxing for me is like making flyers. I like to make flyers. I like to do like graphics and shit. So I get a good blunt in me, get some music going. I sit there for hours and just make some fucking flyers. Like, but on some bullshit, like about nothing. But yeah. I like doing stuff like that. Um, anything really where I'm like, Almost like video game, but it's productive. Like it ain't right. really a video game right. type shit. Editings and stuff like that. I like to do that stuff. Time be flying when you get here. Yeah. I just made some candles with my daughter not too long ago. That was pretty oh, cool. That was pretty nice. relaxing. Yeah, I just got frustrated with matching the scents. That shit wasn't for me. <laughs> I got. I was over it after like the eighth scent. I'm like, bitch, you pick the shit. I'm over okay. this shit. Like this ain't my class for real. <laughs> 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 I'm getting to support my child. Like, fuck out my face. I was so mad. I could not get the right scent. Like she was trying to make us 
make our own thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, like all the combinations that I was picking, it, was it just wasn't working together. And then you know how after you smell so many of them, you just be like, you know what? She like stinks. smell the coffee beans, bitch. I'm done with this shit. I don't want to make no camera. Yeah, so you you biracial? My um, mom is Mexican and black. My dad is black. Oh, that's why Speak Spanish? Mm -hmm. He has a lot of English talkers. Did they like look at you? Cause my, 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 my husband be I didn't know that Spanish people did that until I dated a Spanish guy, but they don't speak, they don't speak Spanish. He was Cuban and Ecuadorian, but his mom speak full on. All her kids don't speak Spanish, mm -hmm. and, but their her her parents and stuff yeah, did mm -hmm. because they don't they don't speak they Spanish. Yeah, because they fuck with niggas. That's <laughs> why. Which was crazy because her her his grandma was the one who didn't like fuck with them, but his grandfather black as tar. Right. So it's like, how the fuck y'all like That's our granddad black. What do you mean? And that's what I'm saying. Like, all my family on my mom's side is black, mm -hmm. and then all my family on her, well, on my mom's mom's side, right. and then all my family on my mom's dad's side is Hispanic, mm -hmm. and then on my dad's side is opposite. But I don't know them, so I just want a couple. Mm. I got one cousin, Michelle. Hey, Michelle. That's the only person I know. But yeah, so, um, but I consider myself. Oh, you talking about Michelle? Oh, yeah. Hey, Michelle. That was my only cousin on my mom, on my dad's side. Dad. She tried. She tried to hook us up a couple times. Yeah. She She's Spanish. Mm. Oh, you said on your dad's side? My dad's side. She black. Yeah. She just tried to hook us up, like, you know, to get me back in contact with him or whatever. It ain't never worked. Every time I got back in contact with him, I didn't get back in contact. Like, it just was something. It's probably for the best, yeah. though. Especially for what you're doing and what you're building. They, they gonna call. That's what my mom said. They gonna tell him. She said it all the time. That's a fact. My dad right now, he's talking about, oh, well, just make sure you give me a truck. I'm like, well, you got money, you give me shit. I'm gonna get you what you got me. Period. You feel me? And he's like, oh, I can't get no truck. I'm trying to get time for it. <laughs> I guess we're going to um, wrap it up or whatever. So, uh, are you getting it? Is you funny? Yeah, right. You funny? Okay, so I guess tell us about your latest projects and do you have any kind of merch or anything? I don't have any merch. So, what I do is I have a media platform. Uh, we're called the Gumbo Radio Show. We're on His Sunday 2.3 every Thursday night with the Atlanta Hawks DJ who's outside waiting on me. Hey, Mo, I love you so much. Thank you. Let me tell you about Mo, okay? okay. I texted Mo yesterday, like, hey, I have this interview tomorrow. What are you doing? And I said, what are you doing tomorrow? He was like, because he's packing because he's going to Abu Dhabi or whatever. With the Hawks. Yeah, that's where he's going with the Hawks. So, they playing over there for two, three weeks and he DJ for them. So, he's going with them. So, 
So he's like probably packing, getting ready for his trip or whatever. I was like, well, my phone was not just like, not just work. So I'm going to do this interview. I'm going to need a ride, you know. Y'all, why he texted me last night? Like, I'm out here. He was outside last night because he thought the interview was yesterday. Uh, <laughs> so he pulled up last night to pick me up. I'm like, uh, the interview ain't so tomorrow. I already done posted the same last Saturday. I'm like, okay, okay. okay. I all fucked up. All of us, yeah. I all fucked up. But yeah, so we have a, a radio show, y'all. So we take artists, we interview other platforms. So I would like to invite y'all whenever y'all free to come on. We're on on Thursday nights. Um, from seven to nine, so y'all can come hang out with us, have a whole show, promote y'all on our platform as well. We come tomorrow. Um, come pull up. We come tomorrow. No, don't do it tomorrow because I got two virtual <laughs> the next Thursday after that. Because y'all wouldn't get no time. Oh, I, 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 I can't do next Thursday. You can't? No, because I host another show every other Thursday. Okay, well then the Thursday after that. Yes, right. I can do that. I'll, and then I have time to schedule and make y'all fight. Yeah. But anyway, also, anybody looking to promote y'all businesses or brands, I do a um, community event every month. It's a farmer's market. It's in Decatur. Um, we have vendors out there. We have a DJ. We have a band. We have entertainment. Um, for October, we're doing a trunk retreat. October the 30th, it'll be from 5 to 9. And, yeah, we're looking for more vendors. I think the visit list is still open. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Uh, y'all can check out my website, the Gumbo, Gumbo Show Podcast.com. Um, I think we follow each other. Yeah, we do. But I, I totally just interview people, pull up to events, network, and we'll just run it. So I do have a book out though. Um, I don't have any merch, but I have a book. You guys can catch it on Kindle on Amazon. It's called More Bar More Bars with More Ash. Um, so basically, I took all the interviews that I did with artists and turned them into chapters and made a book out of it. And I published the book out. So every chapter is about an artist, their biography, basically. So, that's pretty tough. Yeah. So that's what you I know did. Somebody's gonna copy this. So. Yeah, I ain't worried about yeah. it. It's all good. <laughs> they welcome. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> that kind of you gonna do it better. So yeah, I said I was gonna come out with a sequel, but now I think I'm just gonna do a mixtape to it and just run it. I think you should keep doing it. Yeah, somebody else said that too. I think you should because it's it's unlike any other product. My friend was like, "Stop taking that good shit lightly." She was like, "Bitch, stop being so humble." Like I'm just, I don't know. I'm just a real firm believer of like, like I spent too many years and time, y'all, just worried about like what the fuck I'm doing and what people thinking and how mm -hmm. they accepting me. And I'm in a space right now where. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Definitely do it for you. Like, my son will beat your ass. Pull okay. up and say something. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, quit playing with me. I'm a whole grown ass woman out here. Like, I'm in a house full of men. Like, don't don't play with me. So, I'm not literally threatened or worried Cold about queen. Nobody, You know what I'm saying? So, I just feel like I'm just living my best life right now. So, I ain't pressed. I'm not um, pushed on nothing. I just want to grow. And I feel like whatever is meant for me, it's going to find me. It's totally going to find me. And I'm not going to have a choice, but it's meant because it's meant for me. You know what I'm saying? So. That's fire though, but nah, don't do that book shit. And the mixtape. Do it all. Yeah. Do all that shit. We working on the mixtape right now, but yeah. Yeah, that's lit. So but we do all of that. Okay, now I was gonna say any last words. Okay. I was about to just go and take it because I feel like you gotta ask me how I do. Um but now is there anything that our viewers didn't get to learn about you that you would want them to know about you? Um, no, overall, I'm just a really chill person. I'm very transparent, I'm sure, as y'all can see. Like, I really don't have no regrets in my life. Like, everything that I did and everything that happened to me, it put me here. You know what I'm saying? It put me right where I'm at right now. It gave me a lot of knowledge to where I can move through these streets comfortably. I'm not having, I don't look over my shoulders. I don't, I don't have no bad vibes with nobody. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. extremely mature about it. Um, and I just feel like any personal things that I went through, it was personal. You know what I'm saying? And just like anybody else, you know, people gonna say what they gonna say. They talk about Cardi B, they talk about Jesus, they talk about everybody. They did talk about Jesus. You know what I mean? They killed them, right? I can't 
can't be worried about that. You know what I'm saying? I gotta keep doing me. So whoever fucks with me is gonna fuck with me. But that's it. I fuck with everybody though, y'all. She got me raising that too. Okay. Yeah, but I'm cool though. Big brother. So, but yeah, follow me, y'all. Uh, one underscore more Ash or the Gummo Show on Instagram is the underscore Gummo Show. So, and I'm very trans or responsive. So hit me. Yes. Okay. So um um let me ask this real quick. So do you allow your husband to look in your phone? Yeah, absolutely. Phone? He knows the code to my phone and The code is his birthday. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all ugly. <laughs> and guess what else? I'm ah, sure. <laughs> oh, y'all. Dang, see, I fucked with y'all because I'm going to say some shit and now everybody's going to fucking know this shit, right? Okay. I shouldn't say this shit because we've been running this shit for like a year. I'm being some real shit. Exclusive. It's an exclusive shit. We get all the exclusives. I, I want y'all to know that I'm logged into his Instagram and he logged into my Instagram. Okay. So y'all do the math. So it. whatever you said. <laughs> She's saying that so shit. Any messages y'all sent to my page is going straight to him. And any messages that sent to his page is coming straight to me. And we logged into both. So don't think about flipping it. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, it's just like, that's just where we at. Like, either we going to be together, we going to do this shit, right. or we not. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't really no in between to that at this point. That's know? good. So. It must be nice to have, huh? Hope I had that one day. You I told y'all, I just told y'all the whole story, all the shit we went through though. Okay. It's Trucks and stripping and all type of shit. But we <laughs> made it. Nigga, we made it. Y'all did. Toy trucks. God did. Hey, hey, hey. Nah, for real. We, we just had that conversation too. Like me and Scott, um, my boyfriend and Scott. But he be like, everybody be seeing these videos and just think this shit is just I'm lit. And I'm, I'm like, nah, I edit the fuck out the videos. He's like, yeah, because. It's shit hard. That shit ain't easy. It sure ain't. You go through so much yeah. love. And it's a lot. Yeah. And, and I feel like even on the male side of things, like, it's not underrated. It's a lot for men. You know what I'm saying? It's a balance. Like, and we got attitudes and emotions and be one day, whatever. One I couldn't deal with me. As a man, like, I can get it. You know what I'm saying? So. And you respect him more because it's like, damn, I see what you did. Like, mm -hmm. you really fucking with me mm -hmm. through all of that shit. Mm -hmm. It depends on the attitude. It's like, if I'm called, it, it's just like, because that shit can hurt your feelings. Like, when you call a girl and she just turns, you're like, what the fuck did what I, I do? What I do to you, like, yeah. Damn. So it just depends. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it can't be no, no weekly thing. Now, if you're doing that here and there, but if it's, you're doing it too much, I can't fuck with someone like that. It's too much. My, I don't really have too much of an attitude. My thing is shut down. I don't like to I shut down. do it to people. Like, that's one of the reasons I wanted to stay single for a long time. Because I dealt with somebody who treated me like that all the time. Like, he was just always angry. And I, I took some of that on. So I'm like, I don't never want to do this. He was no broke, way. too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was broke. Right, if he had money, he'd probably be happy, huh? Because I'm saying, when I deal with a broke that's woman, it give me so much fucking attitude. Mm. And I still be helping them, but it don't be enough. You know what I'm saying? That's so they true. be mad at You know why? Because a lot of times... Motherfucker needs so much help, it'll make you broke trying to help okay. them. For real. Like, people be having so much debt, and it's so fucking depressing. Like, yeah. sometimes people look at shit, and they like, I don't know how I'm going to ever fucking get out of this, or how I'm going to ever get caught up on this. Because sometimes you can't see, like, to me, it's like you got to look at the glass half full. Like, instead of looking at it, you know, mm -hmm. half empty type of thing. So you are not there. You're looking at the bad picture instead of looking at it, like, okay, I can take $25 a week. Even if it's just $25 and put it on this small bill and start paying, you know what I'm saying? Doing something for yourself. And honestly, for some single women out there, and I ain't been single for a long time, but I feel like 
a man will be more subject to help you when he sees you help you something. Absolutely. So if I'm talk talking to you and I'm telling you like, yeah, I got this bill or whatever, I'm not asking you to pay it. I'm telling you what I did. Like, yeah. shit, I, I put a hundred on it today and I made a payment arrangement, I made an extension, I'll worry about it next week when I get paid. But anyway, how was your day? Exactly. That's the shit a man would respect mm -hmm. instead of you always pulling up and feeling obligated or entitled to a man doing some shit for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm put some money too then. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And you will want to. It's like, damn, she didn't even ask me. Do this shit. I'm like, put $100 in this bill today. Yeah. Right, right. So, that's just my perspective on it. So, anything, help yourself. Do something. Yeah. Don't just be over here waiting with your hand out. Because you're cute. Or because your ass fat. Mm -hmm. You, you paid you pay someone to get that ass. Like, you better pay someone a damn light bill. I know, that's right. <laughs> or did you? Somebody else probably paid okay. you should have Your priorities was fucked up, and you should have made them pay for your lights. Period. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> literally, it's no pressure. I appreciate you coming through. Thanks and, for having uh, me. I appreciate y'all. Y'all know. Keep yeah. going. Appreciate it. And uh, we're going to see y'all in a minute. We got another interview. She says she's on the way, so we about to see. And uh, we out, man.